everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Affirmation Addict Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you a little bit about action and the power of taking action. All of us know that action is so important when you are in the process of manifesting, but something that has been coming up a lot for me is the difference between different types of actions. And there is inspired action, but there's also fear-based action. And so I really want to dive into the effects that both of them have, what each of them feel like, and a little bit more about how to determine what type of action you're taking and how that is making a difference in your life. So let's dive right in. You're listening to the Affirmation Addict Podcast with Pyle Agarwal. This podcast will teach you about the power of affirmations while making manifestation easy and accessible for you in order to enhance your spiritual consciousness. Thank you so, so much for being here. And I'm so excited to dive into today's episode. Actually, wait, before we get started, I wanted to check with you. Have you heard about my new app? It's called Affirm It, and it's your one-stop shop for all things affirmations, manifestation, and self-healing. I really have been wanting to create something for you that truly empowers you to realize that you genuinely have everything you need within you. You don't need me. You don't need any other coaches. This app genuinely has everything you need to get that life that you've been trying to manifest. And it has gentle daily reminders, guided audio affirmations, sleep affirmations, affirmation reminders, and so much more good information, good energy, and so many things that I know will help you manifest your dreams. Because I'm so grateful for you, I'm actually offering you a free seven-day trial. And this is a genuine seven-day trial. That means you don't have to type in your credit card. You won't be automatically charged. There's no ads and you get complete access to the app as if you've already subscribed to it. So if you do want to learn more about the app, head over to affirmation-addict.com slash app, or if you're ready to dive in, head over to the iTunes app store and search for Affirm It. The Android version will be coming soon, and as soon as it's ready, I'll be sure to let you know. Now we can officially dive into today's episode. Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. So something that I think is in perfect divine timing with what's going on that I wanted to talk about is the different types of action we have and the different types of actions we take. Now, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, I am talking about the basics of law of attraction. When people talk about the law of attraction, when people talk about manifesting, a big thing you'll hear is you have to manifest it. You have to feel it. You have to do this, but you also have to take action. And I know that can be really confusing for a lot of us because you say you just have to declare it, but you also have to take action. But what if I'm forcing my action? So I understand the paradox that comes with all of this. I understand the confusion that might come with all of this. So I wanted to take a little deep dive into what action is. And also, this is so fitting for what we are going through right now with the pandemic pandemic and with everything that's going on in the world because a lot of us are taking different types of actions. And what I really like to look at when I'm categorizing my actions is what is the intention of that action? Where is that action coming from? So for me, I really believe there's two types of actions. I believe there's inspired action and I believe there's fear-based action. 
So for some of you, inspired action might sound all beautiful and light and easy, but what does that even mean? And fear-based action might be a little bit more resonant with a lot of us because that's what our minds are programmed to do through years and years of programming, conditioning, and just the way we've been operating. It's more of a survival mode type of action. So I want to dive into what these two types of actions are and why they're so important. Because when you are manifesting, my biggest rule of thumb is we're trying to manifest something in the physical world, in this 3D world. So in order to manifest, I do have to take action. For me, manifesting doesn't mean I'm just thinking it and I do nothing and it sits there. But it also doesn't mean I'm thinking it, I'm obsessing over it, I'm forcing different things and it comes. It means that there is a light flow. And what is that flow state of action? How does that even happen? That is what I like to call inspired action. For me, inspired action is something that feels right. It feels easy. It comes to you naturally. You're excited to do it. And it happens a lot quicker than it might happen for other people. So a way you might feel like you've experienced inspired action is when you've been in that flow state of just doing something that you love. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's creating a new business idea. Maybe it's cooking for those of you who are super passionate about cooking or playing a sport. Those actions that come nicely, easily to you, and they just feel almost meditative. That is what inspired action is. Inspired action is just something that energizes you and it fulfills you and it's just so in alignment with your highest self. For me personally, this right here, podcasting and talking to you and creating for you and developing an app for you, that is inspiring to me. That is my version of inspired action in this world to manifest something that I am trying to manifest, which is a business that can serve people across the entire world. My goal is to serve millions of people. And so that is how my inspired action takes root and takes form. So what I really want you to do is think of a time where you felt inspired and you took inspired action and think about what that felt like. How did that feel to you? What did you notice about yourself and how was that different from a different type of action you were taking? For me, inspired action really means that you're allowing yourself to play and you're allowing yourself to experiment, even if it doesn't go perfectly, even if it takes a little bit more effort, even if it is not a success the first time, the whole idea of it is that you're inspired to do it. And that's the key for me. The other type of action that we have and that we experience a lot, especially right now, is fear-based action. That fear-based action feels forced it feels heavy. It feels almost dreaded. And you kind of sometimes want to push it off. Have you ever had those tasks where you know you need to do it, but you really don't want to do it and you're just pushing it off and pushing it off until you really have to or you even miss that deadline? Those are more of a fear-based action category. And I know I'm generalizing. Um, I'm only picking two categories, which is inspired and fear-based action. I know there's more types of actions, but these are the two most predominant that I think we see in society and in our daily lives the most. 
So with fear-based action, what I've noticed when I take fear-based action is that it takes a lot longer to me and for me than when I do something inspired and out of motivation and excitement. It takes so much longer and it feels forced. And honestly, the results are never as good as when I take inspired action. And I'm directly talking about in my business in this scenario, because when I do inspired things in my business, they always come out with better results, better feedback. And when I do a forced action out of fear, that always has such a bad result and it's not as successful. People don't connect with it. And so what I'm really trying to say here is that your actions really do have an impact on the results that you create. And I think a lot of people don't think about what intention they're taking action from. I think when we're trying to manifest something, we are like, okay, I have to affirm, I have to visualize, I have to meditate, I need a journal and I need to do some grounding, right? Those are all the actions, which is true, but are you doing that out of inspiration because you want to, because it's exciting? Or are you doing that out of like seeking that result? Are you doing that because you're so scared that you're not going to get that manifestation? So you're almost desperate to manifest something that you're willing to do everything that everybody recommends in order to make that manifestation come true. So that's what I really encourage you to start thinking about and start looking at from a third person perspective, like observe yourself and say, okay, I'm taking this action in efforts to manifest, but am I doing this because I'm feeling inspired or am I doing this out of force, out of fear that it won't manifest unless I do this? I think something I've noticed in myself is I tend to do a lot of things out of fear. I tend to take a lot of actions with the intention of, oh my gosh, if I don't do this, I'm going to miss out. If I don't do this, I might not get that result. It's that fear of the unknown. A lot of the actions I tend to take start with that, and then I take a step back and say, okay, I've acknowledged it, but now I want to make it an inspired action. So how can I let that simmer, let the idea of the action simmer, and eventually I will get inspired to do that. What I've noticed is it takes a lot of patience to transform your fear-based actions into inspired actions because it's natural to take fear-based actions. It's natural to want to do something in order to seek a result. I do believe a lot of fear-based actions is out of fear of not getting a result you want. And so if you are taking an action in order to gain a result of some sort, that is a component of fear-based action. So what I recommend doing is when you give yourself the chance to acknowledge that, hey, maybe I'm doing this out of a fear of some sort, how can I acknowledge the action and let that come to me, let that pop into my head, let that become an inspiration. And my favorite way of doing that is honestly taking a step back and forgetting about it. And I know it sounds really contradictory, I get it, but that allows me to just, allows my brain to process, allows my brain to rethink how to make it more appealing to me, make it feel more natural to me. And then it pops up in a little bit of a different way and I feel inspired to do that. So for those of you who are asking, what do I do if I have a fear-based action and I want it to be an inspired action, but I don't know how? That's my biggest advice is be patient with it. Acknowledge that right now you might be doing it because you're scared. So resist the urge to just go for it and do it, to check it off of a to-do list and let your brain, let your subconscious mind creatively come up with a solution. 
And if that sounds too out there, if that sounds too good to be true, allow yourself to ask yourself for guidance. You can literally talk to your subconscious mind and say, okay, I don't want to take a fear-based action. I want to take inspired action. So how can we inspire ourselves to make this action inspiring and uplifting and energizing rather than only doing it for the reason of fear and only doing it to avoid something we don't want happening? Another thing to really think about is when you're taking these actions, the reason it is so important to acknowledge what intention you're taking these actions from is because whatever intention you take that action from, that's what's going to manifest. If you're taking action out of fear, out of worry, out of obligation, it's going to manifest that energy and keep that energy going. That's law of attraction right there. So if you take inspired action, if you're taking action that feels light and energizing and uplifting and in alignment, you're going to manifest more of that. And that's why I really want to emphasize the power of acknowledging the intention of your actions rather than just going and doing something because you know you're supposed to or because everybody else is. That's the whole point of it is acknowledge where your actions are coming from. Acknowledge your thought process behind taking the action and then take the action accordingly if you feel inspired to do so. And something that's really coming up for a lot of us right now is the actions of panic buying or hoarding or doing crazy things right now. And this is kind of your biggest test to practice this. So I invite you to practice and acknowledge where those actions are coming from and allowing them to transmute. So with everything going on, we see in the news, shelves are empty, there's no toilet paper in the world. We see all of that. And that immediately makes our brains want to go, oh, I'm in survival mode. I need to go do this so I'm not the one left out. That is our natural reaction. Fear-based actions are the way our brains are wired because we are wired to survive. But we're not in dangerous situations anymore. We are in a very safe society. And yes, there's a pandemic going on. I know people might claim that that is them being at risk, but I fully believe that the words you speak are the words you're manifesting. So you don't have to affirm and declare that you're at risk or in danger and about to get eaten by a tiger. That is the type of survival we are used to fighting. And it's important to acknowledge that yes, there's stuff going on, but we are also very safe and protected and can take measures to protect ourselves. And it matters what intention you're taking those measures with. So everyone is saying to wash your hands, correct? So are you washing your hands out of fear or are you washing your hands because you feel aligned with it and it feels good to you and you feel inspired to do so? The next thing is grocery shopping, right? Stock up for food, stock up for food for a couple of weeks. Are you doing that out of fear or because it feels aligned with your higher self. Now that distinguishment is a little bit difficult, especially in this type of situation. So I want to dive in a little bit deeper. So you might be saying, okay, I'm doing it because the news is telling me to. I'm doing it because everybody else is. I'm doing it because I don't want to be the one who is out of food and I want to protect my family. And I'm doing it because it feels in alignment with me. And I get that. But is that alignment because you normally do that? Is that alignment because it feels like you trust the process? Is that alignment because you feel connected to the idea of buying food for two to three weeks so you don't leave the house? Or is that because 
You are actually kind of scared. Maybe the news has created more fear in you than you are comfortable acknowledging, which it has. That is actually what news outlets tend to do. They thrive off of our ego, which is something that responds to fear really well. And so that is what I think it's important to understand. And it's not something that you need to judge yourself on. It's not something that you're doing wrong. It's just very important for me to explain to you that you might be justifying it in your head that this feels inspired and this feels good to me and this is what I need to do. But really be honest with yourself. Maybe you are a little scared and that's okay, but you have the opportunity to transform fear into inspiration, to transform fear into alignment. So next time you wash your hands, maybe say the affirmation, I am safe. I am protected. That is something you can do to help create more inspiration, create more lightness around the actions you're taking. When you go grocery shopping, a lot of people are getting anxiety of getting sick. I've been getting so many messages that I'm scared of going to the store, but I need to go to the store. What do I do? That's number one, really indicative of a fear. And secondly, what you can do to combat that is talk yourself through it, affirm yourself through it, set the tone of your energy because the energy you're going into something with is the energy you're going to create more and more of. So if you do not want to create more fear, say, I am safe. I have enough food. The universe is abundant. The earth is providing for me. Say things like that while you're going through things that might scare you. And I'm not saying fear-based actions are wrong or that you are not doing something right if you're having and taking fear-based actions. That is normal and natural, especially in this time. What I'm trying to say is this is the perfect time to practice shifting your fear-based actions to more inspired actions, shifting the fear that we are being injected with and trying to create inspiration and lightness and radiance out of it. That is what I'm challenging you to do today. And I invite you to notice your thoughts, notice where your actions are coming from, and notice why you're taking those actions. Play around with it. And this is supposed to be fun. It's not supposed to be something that you judge yourself for. It's not something that you are incorrect in and that you're doing wrong. It's just part of the journey of consciousness and awareness. So I really invite you to be a little bit more self-aware when you take certain actions this week and see, hey, is this because I want to and I'm inspired to, or is this because I'm trying to protect myself? I'm trying to be safe. I'm trying to make sure nothing bad happens to me. Those are all parts of fear-based action, and that's okay. We all do it. So I hope this part was helpful and understanding what the difference of inspired action and fear-based action is. As a little bit of a recap, Inspired action really feels like it is aligned with you. It feels expressive. It feels light. It feels easy. It feels in alignment and energizing and fulfilling. Fear-based action feels a little bit more forced. It feels like an obligation and that you're trying to kind of fixate on getting a result or accomplishing something. A lot of fear-based actions feels like you're trying to just check something off the to-do list. And sometimes it feels a little heavy or even dreaded. So I invite you to observe and be aware of the actions you're taking and the intentions you're taking those actions with and be mindful. Maybe you can shift some of those fear-based actions into more inspired action and attract even more lightness into your life. So I hope this episode was helpful. I hope you guys are staying healthy, staying safe, staying home. I hope things are going okay for you. And if you need anything, as always, especially during this time, please, please, please let me know. And I 
also announced something really exciting on my Instagram, and it's in regards to my app and something I am doing in honor of what's going on right now. So I invite you to go check out my Instagram page, which is at Affirmation Addict, and join me in a beautiful, beautiful self-love challenge that is going to be hosted on Affirm It, which will be available on Android and iOS finally. So I really hope you guys are able to join me. It's completely free during the free trial of the app. No credit card or anything needed. So it's just something I want to do to support all of us during this time and create even more self-love, self-appreciation during this time. So I'll talk to you guys soon and have a beautiful, beautiful rest of your week. Bye. So how did you like today's episode? I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it. And before you leave, I wanted to just say thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for spending some time with me. If this episode or any of my content has ever inspired you, it would mean the absolute world to me if you could leave a review in the iTunes podcast app and just share this with someone you care about. The more you guys leave reviews and share this with people, the more I am able to create more content for you and that's what fuels me and keeps me going. I am so genuinely grateful for the time we shared today and until next time, I'm sending you lots of love and lots of healing energy. Bye!